to free beers and a movie. Nice. Hello and welcome to episode 247 of Three Beers and a Movie. I'm Richard Laird. I'm with... Colin McKay. Hello. Hello, Colin. Once again, we're doing this by Zoom because we're oh, still Zoom. separate. Because although the world's pretending there's no such thing as COVID, there is. Still. And also, I think we're kiss- yeah. we've got to the point where we're kind of lazy and can't be asking when we're finished well, work. <laughs> I bit. think it's because you stay like 600 miles away now. <laughs> True, like, yes. You stay like fucking some wee, the village, fucking Shireman style place that's in the middle of nowhere that you drive out and you just come in the other end again. You're like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's not highly <laughs> untrue, to be honest. <laughs> I can't get out of this fucking village. Yeah. What's going yeah. on? Uh, so, yeah, that's why it's practical reasons. Right, we'll we'll try and meet up again at some point, do this in person at some point. So. Yeah, we, we will. We'll have I'm trying to think, think, think a big film that's out that will make it worthwhile. Because it's Jurassic like, World, there you go. Jurassic that's World seems the one I would pick as well. That, mm-hmm. yes, that seems the one I would go for. We'll try and, we'll yeah. try and meet up after Jurassic World. And we'll, we'll do yeah, that we'll, we'll do that. And we'll have like a, a Jurassic fucking podcast there you go yes the, the, big, the big event <laughs> that'll be a big event that's, that'll, that's a good I'll, I'll look into when that's pronounced see if we can plan around that I mean, even try and go and see it together if we can that'd be quite nice that would be amazing yeah we yeah. should try and do that it yes, has been, it's been a long time since we saw, saw a film together a long long time since we've seen a film together I so think that, the that last film be... we saw together was now it seems like I can't even oh. think the last one was it's a Dora, maybe I don't could know. Maybe, be, maybe, could maybe, be maybe after that, because <laughs> there was a while there we were kind of going at separate times because it's yeah. stuff I just things didn't really hook up. We were, we're both going to cinema still, but yeah, yeah you, were, you were going to Silverburn as well. Quite yeah, yeah, so it's been yeah. a long time since we saw a film there. So we'll try. I think we'll, we'll pencil in Jurassic World as a film we should go and see together. We will That's do that. We'll make it make it happen. So we'll, I like for, the, for the listeners as well, they, they deserve it. They deserve indeed. It. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, now, you, you're you uh, an old man and you're out yesterday, so you're not drinking tonight, is that correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm not drinking. I had three beers last night and um, <laughs> I, I wasn't drunk. I didn't feel drunk. I went home, went to bed and I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> so um, no no alcohol tonight for Colin, I'm afraid. I've just polished off a cup of tea. Um, so yeah, so you, you're, you're the... You're up tonight for the beer. Yeah, and, I'll, and I would like to say I'm not doing anything particularly spectacular. I'm doing a, an old favourite, the Disco Forklift Truck. Ah, right, okay. From okay. Drygate Brewery, just yep. up the road from yourself. Yep. Um, we've had it a hundred times before. We like it. It's, it's nice. It's refreshing. Exactly. It's tasty. We That's it. why you've had it a hundred times before, because it's a good drink. Yeah. It's a good default one. If you look for something nice to drink, it's a nice, good default yeah. one. It's nice. Yeah. Um, it's definitely... Um, def- 5.1, I think, but it's not. it doesn't feel like 5.1, and it is a nice drink. It's one I can actually drink yeah. all night. If I was out in a pub, because there are a few pubs nearby where we used to go out, used to sell it. Mm. Um, so you can drink quite a few of them in a night and not feel too bad. It goes down easy, doesn't it? It's just you don't yeah. notice it. And then you know, before you know it, you're on to the next one, the next one. So that's a good, it's a good beer, sir. Well done. Good beer, yes. Well I, done, I want something quite light and simple for tonight. Um, I wasn't I've too got, because um, it was my birthday last week, um, I've got two bottles of snaps and a bottle of rum now in the house. Nice. Did to, to work my way through. Um, and the thought of it right now is like, no, I don't want any alcohol right now. But um, yeah, so I've got um, the next few podcasts. I might be, I might be touting the snaps again. So our, our good friend Barry um, sent me a picture the other day. He has now got um, it's that cracking rum, you know the cracking stuff. Oh yeah, yeah but it's yeah. coffee flavored. Oh, I don't know about that. No, oh, I don't think I would. I think it's, it's a bit of a weird one. I'm not sure. I'm, into that at all yeah, um, you know Barry Barry likes his caffeine so he'll be digging that more than you will take a bit of caffeine in it yeah I, I don't know I generally, I, I generally don't know but just um, caffeine infused possibly something like that I'm going to look this up and see because I'm quite quite intrigued by this so, so well, while you're doing that what I'll do I'll look into I'll talk to you about what I've seen not at the cinema this week of interest okay Okay, mm-hmm. um, so I watched a film, uh, an Oscar-nominated movie, a documentary called Flea, um, which is an animated film about... Um, Flea as an in insect or Flea as in Runaway? Runaway, Runaway, runaway. F-L-E-E. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it's basically charting the story of a refugee who escapes Afghanistan um, and comes to and tries to get to, and get to Denmark. Um, and it's sort of, it's, I think it starts in the 70s, and it's him getting to Denmark and also him growing up in Denmark. Where he's not only an immigrant, but he's he's gay, um, and he's trying to sort of like reveal that to his family and to his, yeah. his culture and things like that. So it's not a big stigma, people of the Muslim faith. Um, yeah, yeah. Know, so um, th- that's quite way, isn't it? That's it, quite a, a deep story. Very deep story. It's, it's yeah. done. It, I think it was, I think the short is a documentary, but then they've animated the documentary almost because they wanted right. to like hide people's 
um, identities in it. Because from what they, I remember reading about the, the director of the film, it's his school friend. Um, right, okay. Mm. So it's him doing a documentary on him. So is it is it role escaped or actually? No, it's very old. Because bits are fully animated because it's like it's telling the story of his past. Also, they haven't filmed that. You know, of like mm. you know they're talking about that. But then there's bits when you sort of essentially just like face on camera, like doing a, a, a top to camera. Yeah. And it has been animated, so it looks almost like they have animated it for that purpose. But it doesn't look like rotoscope, it looks just, it's been like, the or either they've taken their, their original footage mm-hmm. and done a side-by-side and animated, like the footage. Yeah. Yeah, it's really very touching, very, yeah. very well done documentary, but it's sort of like a very personal story, but sort of in the, in the macro, um, about yeah. the major, because... Um, it's talking about stuff like you know, like you know, human trafficking and how they how they get from you know Afghanistan. Uh, they got to go, they go to Russia at one point because that's where um, the Russians are all up there. They, all the guys will get evacuated to, and then they're trying yeah. to get from there across country. They had to walk like through different countries to get to. Very prevalent right now, obviously. Yeah. You know, um, what's happening yeah. in the world just now? Yeah, and yeah. Just, and then it touched on the whole idea of like sort of what you know what a refugee is and how people how people react to them, how people deal with them, and um, you know, and how why. You, does it ever go into why Denmark? Essentially, no. That's just where he gets a ticket to. He gets right. basically people smuggle him out of a country. I, to, I can't remember where they get him to. I think it's maybe Poland. I think they get him to at one point. Right. It's him and another guy, and they basically give him a ticket. They give each of them two tickets. One gets a ticket to Switzerland. One gets a ticket to Denmark. But basically, a ticket only gets them into the airport. Right. And all the passport they've got won't get them through passport control. It's not good enough. But what they basically what they do is when they get to passport control, they basically say. I'm a refugee, and at that point, the country has to to take them in and do then something and have from that. Yeah, yeah hearings so and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, that point. so really interesting documentary. Like it was up for the best picture. I think it's up for best documentary and possibly best foreign film as well at the the Oscars for, for Denmark. Um, so a really really well done um, documentary. I really I really enjoyed oh. it. Really, really. What's it on? Sorry, it Amazon. Amazon. Cool. Yeah. I might check that out. It sounds again. Yeah. Got to rent it. So Amazon. Yeah. Cool. Well worth it. Cool. Out of ten. Out of 10, I'll probably give that one a very solid 8 or 9 out of 10. Very good documentary. Wow, cool. Yeah. Cool, I'm intrigued now, very. Yeah, okay, subtitled, so just be aware of that. I found five with subtitles, okay. I can read. And the other thing I watched, like, so I'll very quickly touch on, is an Irish um, horror film um, called The Boys from County Hell. So it's sort of a bit like Tremors, crossed right. with dog soldiers, but right. set in Ireland and rather werewolves and vampires. So it's these kids, it's basically, there's the Digging a road through this town in, in Ireland, um, and it's did, for example, it starts start, it start from the very beginning. Did you do you know Bram Stoker is Irish? Did I know that? I think I might have knew that. Yeah, Wait, I didn't know this. Yeah, so this is set yeah. in the town that Bram Stoker was a kind of born in or went to at one point, right? So, and they yeah. have, and it's in it. There's a town has got the first written down sort of myth or legend of the bloodsucker. Okay, right. okay. So that's not Dracula. Bram's, Oh. Not Dracula, a bloodsucker. So it's right. Sucker, okay. Right? So, okay. So this is where apparently you know, this is where he got his ideas from a little bit. So um, there's this like cairn essentially where the the, the, the vampire or the bloodsucker is buried. They build yeah. a road. They build a road through the, through this, and they start digging it up. That unleashes the vampire. All hell ensues, and it's these guys trying to stop this vampire. Do you know Bram Stoker never went to Transylvania at any point? He never went to Eastern Europe. No, no, no. At all. It's just stayed UK. Wrote okay. it in. I think mostly wrote it in uh, Cruden Bay up in Aberdeenshire. Apparently that was sort of right. big point. and down in um, like sort of New York. Wasn't it? That's where they go. Dorset, Dorset yeah, as well, yeah. stuff like that. A lot of places. Yeah, yeah, a few places. Aye, because I know the the castles like kind of based yes. on the, the York one and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't he wasn't a famous writer during like from like during life. He was sort of more that Dracula came big when he died. More he was sort of mm. he was basically um, like a theatre agent, essentially, Bram Stoker. He was sort of like, right. a, 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 he wasn't, he wasn't, a, I was... So writing was almost like a side gig for him? Side gig that he wanted to be big with, but he basically had to have this other job where he was like, sort of, he had to deal with this other job that he needed yeah. spare time. Um, it's always quite tragic when you hear a, the, the, the kind of struggling artists that, that become famous after they die. Uh, like like a Van Gogh or something. Yeah, who, like, so, it's the, so uh, shit, Jimmy. It's like, yeah. it's, it's a... Bum, a bum rap right there. Yeah. I, I, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole with, um, with, with Bram, Bram Stoker. Yeah. But I didn't realise he was, I honestly did not realise he was Irish. That was the biggest I'm sure I'd heard that before, yeah. Yeah, yeah never um, knew that. But it's not, it's not an Irish name, though, at it's all. It's like an Irish name, does it? Yeah. yeah you yeah. wouldn't associate that with Irish yeah. at all. I um, mean, for English. Yeah, but anyway, the film really? itself, it, it's it's really well done. It's really mm-hmm. inventive, really clever. There's, that brings a lot into the sort of the vampire mythos. He's not a vampire, the bloodsucker. There is a difference to what the what the story is, and 
which I thought was really interesting. I'm not making my vampire, which I thought was really yeah. clever. Yeah. Um, you know, like, how do you kill it? We put a stake through the heart. Well, he's a va- he's not a vampire. He's just a monster. You can't just kill him. The way you think you're going to kill it doesn't. It's really... not going to work because it's not. The book's not. The book's not a good judge of what to yeah. do for it. You know, it's it's, it's uh, not that myth. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's really yeah. well done. It's really it's, it's it's got a lot of really decent gore in it. Pretty some really good scary moments in it, and it's got that kind of Irish humor running all the way through it as well. So it has got a real kind of wit to it as well. Is it set now? Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, um, so yeah, I, I just really dug it. It's, it's like ninety-five minutes long. Um, it's on Amazon as well. I've heard a few people sort of raving about it on a few podcasts. Listen to and um, yeah, no, it's well worth your time. It's called The Boys from County um, Hill. I'll check that out because I do like a good horror. So. Yeah, good horror. Yeah. And it's it, like I said, I pitch it as dog soldiers meets tremors, but about vampires. Cool. That's yeah. a good. That's that's great. As, um, we had, as we had spin it, you know. Curiosity peaking. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Very almost werewolves of any, but less outwardly outwardly comedy. It's maybe a right. bit more reserved than that. Okay. But cool. just, you know, Irish wit sort of makes it funny. You know. Who's anyone famous directing it? Or no one really famous directing it. The only person who's no in it who, who I recognise is like the girl from Derry Girls plays a, a role in it. Uh, but you don't right. watch Derry Girls, so you want yeah. to. Yeah. You know, cool. Yeah. Cool. Really I'm good. definitely going to look out for that one. I'll watch that for next week, and I'll tell you. Yeah. But I thought, definitely. Boy from County Hill. Yeah. Okay. Boy from County Hill. Cool. Go okay. So the rum, did it have caffeine in it or not? I don't know. I never looked. I thought you were looking. I thought you were looking. Okay. I know. I'll do, I'll do it later. I'm talking okay. to you. No, what do you want of interest? Uh, nothing at all. So I'm afraid I've, I've had a, a bit of a blank week. Um, Again, just between work and kids at the weekend and stuff like that. There's not been much tunes. Um, still, still making my way through the Marvel Universe with Caleb. Nice. Um, So we're timely in order and we're now up. Do uh, we just watched Black Panther there and Doctor Strange? So I think we're up to Ragnarok next. Ragnarok, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I've been bigging up to him big. So I've been like proper, you know, Ragnarok's the dog's box and stuff like yeah, that. So, yeah, I hope, hope he loves up to the expectation. Is, yeah, it, yes. yeah, to, I'll enjoy it. Fuck him if he didn't, like yeah, he didn't enjoy it. That's, 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 that's his own fault, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll enjoy it. So, I so fairly, fairly tear him through them. Um. We'll talk about it later, but uh, what he wanted to go and see Doctor Strange, so we kind of rushed along to so that he could you get to that point. The first so one, gonna, yeah, and he, he kind of went in with a bit of knowledge of the second one. Um, other than that, I've just been kind of miscellaneous background noise, like uh, Friends, che- not Friends, Cheers, and um, Golden Girls, yeah. usual, the usual assortment of shit that I tend to watch, Force yeah. and Fire as well, my island documentaries and stuff like that. So, but I nothing see. notable. I started Dope Sick on Disney, the one with Michael. Is it, I've heard amazing things about Dope Sick, like yeah, proper, very, very good. Yeah. First two episodes, I've only watched two so far. Very, very good. Keaton has got the prime role, the plump role. Um, yeah, yeah. Some things I know I'm not, I'm not entirely vibing on with it. It's it set over like about three or four different timelines, and sometimes I'm finding a lot of bit of difficulty knowing what timeline I'm Figure in. Figure out where you're going. Yeah. Where I am yeah. what's happening, and um, we bit of times. But there's you know, some really good, it's really good performance. It's really good cast. Yeah. Um, and it's um, like I said, Keaton's definitely. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where Keaton's role goes because obviously he's, he's definitely got the role that you can see. He's the corrupted, the, the good man being corrupted, essentially. Um, is a, a di- is it a Disney original? I think so. Yeah, or, or, I think Hulu or something, maybe possibly. It's, yeah, because it's, it's quite dark, matter, isn't it? I mean, it's very much so. Yeah. Is, yeah, it's it's not it's not a nice fucking thing they're talking about at all. Do you know what I mean? No. Um, but no, I'll get around to it because Michael Keaton's in it, so I will get into watch that eventually. It's on for Keaton. Keaton on, on, on the list. Yes, to watch. One of the things on the list, and you go, I'll hopefully get to it one day. And I actually deleted today off my Skybox things. I'm just going, I'm not going to watch that. And that was like <laughs> like four seasons of The Blacklist. I'm going, I'm not going to watch that. Like, I, I want to watch it, but I'm like, I'm never going to get to it. It's just it's another fact. Um, oh, just quickly before we move on, um, the Ember of Flight Attendant, we watched that. Yes. Season two starts in two weeks. Nice. We'll so, watch that. Me and me yeah, we'll watch that. I enjoyed that bit before Lorraine liked it a lot, so that'll be a wee, a wee regular for just Blacklist, I think Lorraine watched, and she just drifted. She just said, this is going nowhere fast, and she just gave up after letting season two, and she was like, this is I got fucking... to, like, season four or five, and I was doing it, because I do, like, James Spader and most things, mm. um, and there's some really good stuff in it, but, yeah, I've just drifted, and I'm just like, I don't yeah. have to see myself ever getting back to it, so it's like, you yeah. know what, I can go. We'll find all stuff to watch. Yeah, but we're the exact same, dude. I mean, you look at your stuff to watch list and it's just like I'm not I'm not going to get through honestly yeah. I mean I know I'm not I'm kidding myself on it's like I want to watch it it's on the list because I want yeah. to watch it but never never going to get to because there's just so much all the time exactly honestly exactly. not enough time um, yeah. guys not enough time to do a fucking one film is all I've seen do you know what I mean so Aye, exactly. I need to get my shit in order and watch some watch some, watch movies. some movies 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was a movie you can watch. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll go through very quickly um, before we get to the main event. So the first one up is The Contractor, which is on Amazon Prime, um, directed by Tariq Salah, who is Swedish. Um, he directed a film called The Nile Hilton Incident, and a film called Tommy and Metropia, all films I have not seen. Um, plot of this film is a, it's a guy in the Britain, American army. Um, he's been sort of basically taking pills, like steroids, painkillers, and all to like sort of mask injuries, so he can still maintain his sort of role in the military. He gets caught out by like a drug test, so he gets basically dishonorably discharged, so he gets let go, but it's no pension, no blah, 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 no, you know, no, no yeah. benefits of being in the army. So he's a bit disillusioned, and basically he joins sort of like a private hire Security mercenary, yeah. mercenary type, type yeah. firm. He thinks he's to do so. It's to do jobs that are sort of like endorsed by the American government to sort of that they can't do themselves, kind of like you know black ops type thing. But it's under the guise of the American government. Turns out that might not be the case. And um, sent on a mission to Berlin, and it all goes pear shaped from there as he tries to survive a, a mission that goes wrong. Oh, um, okay, uh-huh. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the film you got Chris Pine. He plays the. Um, the, the contractor well, essentially yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Ben Foster plays one who sets him up as a contractor you know he works in the, uh, the, the firm already you get mm-hmm. Kiefer Solland who plays the owner of the firm you get Eddie Marsden I mean Eddie Marsden sorry he plays somebody else who pops up in it and you get Nina Horse as well and Jillian Jacobs plays Chris Pine's wife okay that's a decent cast yeah yeah um, it's, a, it's a very solid grown up thriller um, that does pretty much engage throughout um, so for the most part it's okay but it does take itself unbelievably seriously like there is not a bit of humour in this there's not a, there's not a smile in this film everything is so yeah. so poor faced and it's very very slow you know it's like it takes about I think it's about, I think it's about an hour and fifty long or maybe two hours long the, the first 45 minutes is just fucking meandering it's just sort of it takes a long time to actually get some something going on you know it's yeah. just sort of people in rooms walking around and him you know, very earnestly, you know, saluting at the flag and all that kind of stuff. And um, <laughs> it does, it does, it, to, to, to an extent, it does try your patience a little bit. Um, there are some kind of very glaring plot holes and some plot contrivances that um, they do. We get to the point you're going like, Oof, that's that you are bending over backwards to get that to work. Um, to an extent, you go right, okay, but we'll let it, we'll let it swing, we'll let it swing. Yeah. Um, and because of that, you're gonna get a very rushed finale. Um, and it, is, mm. it takes a long time to get something. The, the finale just seems like very tacked on and very rushed. Okay, that's a shame. Yeah. Bit of a shame, yeah. Um, but the film, it does make kind of interesting points about you know post-service life and all that kind of stuff. It's trying to make a sort of political point in that you know how yeah. in America are very big to you know to honour their heroes, but don't really do a lot to help them. Britain's much yeah the same. support to support them. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why we've got all these fucking charities for. You know, exactly. vets and stuff like that, yeah. Exactly. We're very, we're very much in the, the, the world of, like, you know, let's like, you know let's support the troops until they need help, essentially. Yeah. So I'm trying to touch that. But because they're sort of meandering way towards the end, the rush way towards the end, a lot of that gets lost by the end. You're not really sure what kind of point it's trying to make. Oh. End of it, which is a bit of a shame, so it kind of a wee bit lost. Um, biggest thing for it to me was Chris Pine. He is generally a very underrated actor, I think. He's never really had that breakthrough yet. I know he's been in Star Trek, but he's not really, he's not really, he's not, He's A list, but he's bottom A list when he should be top A list. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's um, but Downey Junior and stuff will sell a movie. Chris Pine, you're like, you're doesn't quite sell a film yet, yeah, and he should because he's a great he's, actor. Yeah, he's not going to pull in that fucking blockbuster crowd. Um, yeah, but no, he is. He's, he's charisma falling out. He's arsey, has uh-huh. he? Handsome guy, good actor. He does comedy, drama, everything. He's, he's a total renouncer. He can do anything you want to do, um, yeah. and he's definitely the guy who brings the most to this you know it's quite a limited script and what it isn't but he brings a lot of kind of depth and pathos to it and to me kind of believe in who this guy is and what he's um so ethos is so no um i, I enjoy pain in most things but i would say if you're going to watch a chris pine ben foster film just go and watch hell or high water yeah which it, yeah, yeah that's a right. hell of a film so it's yeah, uh, so no pun intended film. yeah yeah i would if i was going to pick one to watch of them too i'd go and watch that film to be honest yeah and yeah. there's better Ben Foster films and there's better Chris Pine films and so, out there. Do you think there's a chemistry with them and that's why they're, they're kind of starting to get cast together more? Or it could be, it could be, it could yeah. be complete. You know, just one of those things where there are two actors who are about and that's yeah. where scale like that. But no, because they've not been in that much together. Just I remember, I remember Hell of High Water being excellent, and this is a nice wee reunion for them. But mm-hmm. um, they're both very good actors, and it's, it's really interesting and stuff. Ben Foster's yeah. not in it that much. It is more Chris Pine than Ben Foster. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, 
it's it's a film with lofty ideas that unfortunately falls short of the lofty never ideas. never quite reaches them. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a shame, man. That's a shame. Um, but as you say, it's good that it gets you thinking about vets and talking about yeah. them and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, because it is it's an important thing, and yeah, there's not enough movies kind of you know highlight. The plight that these fuckers go through. Aye. I mean, it's like yeah, thanks for your service. Fuck off for them. Yeah, I mean, that's the, it. it's all it's all about the glory of the, the battle as opposed to yeah. the, the aftermath of that. So, that, yeah. so it's, it's nice yeah. to at least try and take on that. If, if in some way it was slightly ham fisted in the way it sort of done it, at least it tried yeah. in that respect. Yeah, definitely. Um, respect for trying. Um, I was thinking as well, maybe it would be like a Swedish director. Maybe some of the stuff's not translated well over to a Western. Kind of Could also be maybe he's he, something he's bringing outside force in. You know, if you think of some mm. American directors, they have a very sort of hurrah reality towards it. You know, yeah. some of the, you know people like Ang Lee and this guy and other like foreign directors can actually mm. look at the British, the American sort of military complex in a more outside way and you know, yeah. and see it for see it for the foils that it has. Definitely, definitely. Um, out of ten, unfortunately, five. Five out of ten. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to watch this one then. Nah, I would. I would probably see it. I missed it. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. If you had a, a Chris Pine completist, then then watch it. But other than that, I would say. Nah, I'm not. Maybe if I'm channel stuff one day and it's there, I'll stop yeah, it's on it. It's on Amazon. Um, it's there for free. So yeah, right. worst things to watch, but not not the best, unfortunately. Our second film of the night will be Operation Mincemeat, which is still in the cinemas as we speak. So it's going to be nice longevity, um, for a film that you would not expect. Well, not I actually would expect because it's a film that I think. Particularly appeals to British certain. Oh, so it's a British film and British cinema, so it yeah. will get that wee extra. Dad, you, yeah. so you've been you've been desperate to see this for a while. I have. I'm intrigued by the story. Really, really want to see it. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, it didn't get released in America. We're straight to Netflix in America, which is interesting. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They just don't care about us. Yeah, they don't, they don't care about war movies. Don't have Americans in them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one's directed by John Madden, who directed things like Shakespeare in Love, Miss Sloan recently, also Captain Crowley's Mandolin. Um, so you've you got a, definitely got a pedigree of, of yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, but this film is a very interesting film. It's set during uh, World War II. Um, the British are looking to try and invade the underbelly of Nazi Germany by either, you know, going on in Sicily or in uh, uh, well, basically that's that's a sort of weak spot of Nazi Germany to try and come through the Mediterranean, try and get you know a ground base, especially before D-Day, and try and get some sort of, make the, the Germans fight in a second front somewhere. Okay, right, right, Southern okay. Europe. So the British want to invade Sicily, but they don't want to invade Sicily because that's where that's where Germans think they're going to invade. So the Germans have put all their troops in Sicily to stop them from, obviously, mm-hmm. from, from invading. Um, so they can hatch a plan to try and trick the Germans into thinking they're going to actually invade Greece, because that's another part they could go into. So mm. they want, they want Germans to think they're going to invade Greece, so that the Germans move a sizable amount of their, their forces over to Greece, thus making the Sicily landings much easier and you know less loss less, of life. Less casualties, yeah. Less casualties, yeah. yeah. So they can make a, a, a run at run taking Italy. Um, the plan they concoct for this is they basically get a corpse, they essentially dress it up as a, a British officer, plant all the information on it, and then dump it in the Adriatic Sea or this, uh, the Mediterranean, wash it ashore, and the hope is it's got secret documents on it that the Germans will, will think that this is the, the, the yeah, British plan. The, the genuine article. The genuine yeah. plans. Yeah. Um, but in order to do that, they've got to make, got to make the, the cops absolutely 100%. You know, they can't be any sort of, that makes it tips the Germans off to the fact that it's been a fake plan. So they have to talk, the, the, the films are them concocting these plans, making sure they're believable, um, and also trying to make sure they don't just divulge anything that the Germans might find out from the spies who are in the, the British government who are working for the Germans um, in that space. So the film, as they try and... Oh, okay. it's, all, it's all spycraft and, um, yeah. uh, you know, so, espionage. So, sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. um, so in the film, you've got a very good British cast. You've got Colin Firth, Matthew McFadden, Kelly MacDonald, Rufus Wright, Jason Isaacs. Uh, Johnny Flynn plays... Um, I forget his name now, but the guy who wrote Bond. Or Ian Fleming. Ian yeah. Fleming. So Ian yeah. Fleming was apparently part of this mission. Yeah, well, so, all, all through it, Ian Fleming's writing and uh, he's writing, and he's like, he doing writing a spy book, you know, and he's talking about uh, and James Bond, yeah. Uh, and it's a bit when he, he he calls his um superior M, like, why do you call her, why do you call him M? Because my mother, you know, she's a scary person, uh, I know, it's obviously that in the way. And there's a bit they show off a watch that's got a hat, like a, a buzzsaw on it, oh, uh, through wire, and obviously that's he starts, yeah, to, you know, this all inspires, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of stuff in here that inspired the Bond type character, um, and Mark Gattis pops up in it as well. So, very solid British cast, you know, people we've seen yeah. in many, many things before. So, it's, it's, it's one of those kind of films. Um, it is a very by the numbers 
espionage flick. It's it's very compelling. It's very interesting, um, but it's kind of forgettable on screen. It sort of it feels like it'd be a better book, um, and I think it was based on a book yeah. Um, yeah. by Ben McIntyre. Um, so I, I read one of his books recently, all about a Soviet spy who worked for Britain, um, and imagine the Operation Mincemeat book written by him would be a lot more compelling in the film. It would probably fill out a lot more details. and maybe, Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, yeah, 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 that kind of way. So there's a whole love plot in it between um, Colin Firth, Matthew McFadden, and Kelly MacDonald, which really felt icky, to be honest, because, like, Kelly MacDonald must be, like, I think she's probably in her 40s now, isn't she, maybe? Mid, early 40s? Aye, uh, yeah, maybe Colin late 30s, Firth, yeah. Is, Colin Firth is, like, in his 60s or something, and it felt, yeah, it felt icky. Yeah. You know, felt mm. un- and also it felt mm. unnecessary in terms of the plot. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like, you know, they've put it in because, you know, they're ticking boxes almost. You know, when it, it felt like have... it wasn't needed. Yeah it, yeah. it didn't add anything to the film, in my, in my opinion. Um, so that, that mm. felt, you could really cut that out and say just have a good 25 minutes worth of film. Um, very good cast, but they're all playing it to their, their strengths and their established roles. You know, Colin Firth mm. plays upper-class British man, you know, military. Yeah. He's done it a hundred yeah. times before. Does that in his sleep? Yeah. yeah. So is Matthew McFadden. So is Jason Isaac. So is Rufus Rainwright. So is Mark Gattis. They've all played these sort of like Whitehall, you know, yeah. British um, military men a hundred times before. So they know. So no one's really breaking out and playing a role that they've yeah. played before. So, it was, but the story itself is compelling. You know, it's 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 but it's quite nuts because uh, I do like true stories that are just pure absurd, do you know what I mean? Oh, and for you know to kind of plan that a body to wash up and for it to work as well oh, as yeah to me that's nuts i mean like yeah. that it fucking works i mean like right. how it's a plan so ridiculous that maybe that's mm-hmm. why it worked anything that was too simple that would have been seen through but this is too ridiculous to actually you know because i'm going to assume to, to stage that you would need to put a, an insane amount of information on this corpse that yeah, but some, they, can't, they can't make it obvious, so they have to make enough information. Exactly, but yeah. at some point it must seem like this is too good to be true, almost. That's you know exactly I mean? it, so they have to do enough. Yeah, that, yeah it's a bit like the, um, what was the Bennett Cumberbatch Bennett Cumberbatch film we watched, with the, the Bletchley Park one, and the idea is they can't solve, they can't let the Germans know they've solved the code too quickly, because they do that. Yeah. They, so basically they've got to sacrifice losing a thousand men in this battle. So yeah. that they can use it when they need it later on in the, in the war. Because if oh, they do it too early, they'll save a thousand men, but then they'll lose fifty thousand later on. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 kind of decisions as well, which are really horrible. You know, you're, you're yeah. sacrificing, you know, ten people. To save people 100. are going to die, but yeah, it's yeah, the, kind of the greater good and all that. Which ah, yeah, I guess is a movie in its own, even isn't it? Exactly, the, kind of yeah. moral, the moral compass there. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's 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 a pleaser for a, it's kind of maybe an untapped audience, cinema audience. You know, maybe you're older. Generation might want to go and see, especially things like Doctor Strange and some of I mean, my granny's not my granny, and I'm not going to go see Doctor Strange, I don't give a shit. But they might watch a film about the war, you know, so yeah. that might be something they'd look into. So it, it taps uh, into that audience. Was it out of curiosity? Was there anyone there? Or there you? was a few yeah. there, yes. It was, yeah. it wasn't no, no, I don't mean it, I don't mean it because it's a shit film, yeah. I mean, because it's, I mean, it has been out for oh, well, yes, but a long time now, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, it was a small screen and it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a few. A few, yeah, people cool. But like yeah. I said, there is an audience there for because not everyone wants to go and see Doctor Strange. This yeah. point, you know, there is a there's an audience who have no interest in Marvel films and want to watch historical dramas. Um, and yeah. what it was for the hour and 50 odd minutes I watched it, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. it's fine. Um, it made me want to find out more, so I'd probably go away and read the book and probably find out more about it. But there was just some some pacing issues with it, you know, the like uh, yeah. love story, and then the end, I mean, they've got to get once a body washes ashore, they've got to make sure it gets into the right. Hands, yeah, yeah. Don't want to go on, don't want to end, end up the Italians. The Italians almost sort of the Spanish, I think it was. So, that, no, so it's, the bodies to wash up in Spain, they don't want this, this body to wash up in a Spanish place where the Spanish constabulary keep it. They want to make sure they get it to the Germans, yeah. They've got to try and like sort yeah. of wangle that with the sort of people who are in Spain who they know has been like sort of sympathetic to the British cause but not being too obvious about it to tip their hat again. So, mm. that stuff got a little bit muddled. I wasn't really intelligent yeah. on how that all worked as well. But the whole build-up to them you sort of using the corpse and that kind of stuff was, was really interesting. So, um, yeah, it's, it's enjoyable for what it was. It's enjoyable spacecraft. Yeah. I think it's basically, no, there's, a, there's, a, there's an old film based on it as well. Yeah, I'm genuinely glad you got to see it because I know you really wanted yes. to see this one. Because you do like films like this. I know the historical stuff appeals to you, the war yes, side appeals to you as well. And so, well done, sir. I'm glad you got to see it. And I'm happy as well. Um, very yeah. solid, six out of ten. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Love story. Is that the, the detracting score? 
Yeah, probably that brought yeah. down from about a seven. Probably a, a very solid seven. If that that pacing just sort of maybe lost it, plus a bit stuff at the end, sort of yeah. it just became a bit muddled at times. I just wasn't really sure why we're doing certain things to make yeah. certain things happen. It, it wasn't really fully explained, right? Yeah, and uh, again, like I said, that's one thing. I think the book would probably explain it better as to why this person is this because there's basically a whole raft of characters that brought in the final twenty minutes that you had never really heard of before. So I'm I'm kind of crawling going like, who are these guys? Why are they here now? What's the what's the situation happening? You know, so it's. The book would probably bring them in earlier, and, and at least if they brought them in late, would explain who they are. Yeah, no, did, no, definitely. The book will give you a shit ton more insights yes. of that. So get a book, sir. Okay. I will. I, I think uh, my good lady might actually have it because she quite likes Ben McIntyre's book. She's the one that gave me the first one. Um, cool. So I'll probably look for Ben McIntyre's book. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Um, last film, the main event of this of this um, cinematic week, the one we've all been waiting for, um, is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, Directed by Mr. Sam Raimi, has returned to the comic book genre after a very long, very long, yeah, long film for it. a long time as well. You know, he's not done anything. Oz was the last one, yeah, which is almost ten years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. He's been producing a lot of stuff. He's been very quiet of late. Um, mm-hmm. Also, obviously, well known for Evil Dead One, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, the Oz yeah. films, Drag Me to Hell, yeah. Dark Man, um, Quick and the Dead. Yeah, man's, the man's been around. Yeah, right I, I actually on last week's note, we were talking about your favorite Remy film, Quick and the Dead. Oh. Quick and the Dead is a great film, and it's uh, underrated. Uh, People don't have yeah, enough of that. I, I love the Quick and the Dead as well. Yeah. I think maybe still Dark Man, but you've got me, you've actually got me doubting myself now. Oh, I watched oh. Quick and the Dead not that long ago, and I can tell you fully it holds up very well. Oh, no, I watched it about two years ago with Lorraine, and she, she never enjoyed it that much at all. No. I was like, I, I didn't, I was like, genuinely like, you know. Why do you know what I mean? Like, justify that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. um, no, nah, it still holds up even now. Yeah, like I just, as I said last week, Evil Dead Two is still my favourite Sam Raimi. Yeah. Um, plot of this film is Doctor Strange um, is confronted by a young girl who can basically travel between parallel dimensions. Everyone yeah. wants her, or multiverse, yeah. so she can travel through yeah. the multiverse. Um, she, she's a MacGuffin. Everybody wants to get their hands on her in order to open up portals so they can get into different universes and um, says job protector and hopefully close the the loop essentially that's that's, that's sort of chasing her yeah. and stop yeah. the main threat um, and that's essentially the film it's him trying to save her and stop whoever's trying to kill her essentially yeah or, yeah or pretty her. much i just protect yeah. her so that the, the multiverse is not disrupted yeah yeah um, exactly in the film, you've got Ben the Cumberbatch playing the proverbial doctor. Chitwell Edgefor pops back up in it as well as Mordu. Mordu. Yeah, Mordu. Yeah. Uh, Rachel McAdams pops back up as the Cumberbatch's wife, uh, like sort of ex flame. Uh, Benedict Wong pops up in it as Wong. Wong, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Elizabeth Olsen as a Scarlet Witch. Um, I can't pronounce her name. I think it's Shoti Gomez. She plays yeah. America. She plays uh, America Chavez, yeah. Yeah, America Chavez. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, I've talked a lot, Colin. We'll let you start since you've not spoken as much. What do you think of this one? Um, so so yeah, um I've I've been I've had um the auction, I've seen it twice, um, okay. Doctor Strange. So I seen it on Friday with with uh, Lorraine and then I took my son to see it on, on Sunday as well. Okay. Um first time I've seen it, so I kind of came out feeling a bit disappointed when I first seen it because but, but the, it's my own. It's, it's me. It was not the movie. It's me because I was expecting loads and loads of universe hopping. Do you know what I mean? Like, like here's a here's a universe. Here's a universe. Here, just fucking craziness everywhere. Like loads of universes are. So that in my head, that's what I was going to see. Yes. And it, it's not that film um, at all. Yes, I agreed. That's one of my so, big things about it. Yeah. So I came out a bit like kind of miffed at first. The first few, and yeah. I was like, I mean, I enjoyed it and all that, but I was, I was like, you know, where was all the the, the kind of grandeur I was, I was hoping for and stuff. Like Missed a little bit. Missed a little yeah, bit. All, all these rumors we've heard as well, like Tom Cruise popping up and all that as well. None of that was there. Um, yeah. We'll try and stay spoiler free, but Tom Cruise yeah. is not in it. Just don't. He's not. He's it. not in it. Um, second viewing um, kind of got me more thinking. Would it have been a good movie if it was just? Universe, 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 universe. Do you know what I mean? Because that, I think it does try and can keep to. It's got, it's got a definite narrative story that it tries to keep to, and I think having them just you know fucking randomly jumping everywhere in the multiverse and you know all this crazy stuff probably would have sacrificed the story a bit. Possibly so yes. I think on the second view, I probably appreciated more what the story was, um, yep. and maybe why. 
it was a smaller film than I was expecting. Fair point, yeah. Um, but I still would have liked to have seen maybe a bit more explanation of the multiverse. Agreed, yeah. Because the, the stuff that it gives us, it, there's, there's nothing, there's that quick, you know, kind of montage. But other than that, universes to visit, they're, they're not like, you know... They're not that similar to ours, really. Exactly. It's like Star Trek, you know what I mean? Every alien humanoid, do you know what I mean? That, that kind of thing, um, you know, it's, it's, and, you know, they did give you a wee glimpse, you know, the, the kind of paint and stuff like that. It's, mm. it's quite a bit. Animated, that, one, like, animated one as well. Cool, in the, in the, yeah. yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then, you know, just like, and you're on to, you know, Earth, but it's got grass and buildings and you're like, that's... Yeah, red means know, go and green means stop. That's basically the uh, difference. I do you know what I mean? Whereas you know you could have stuck in you know people with you know eyes and their assholes and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, they could have went nuts and but I kind of as I say on the second, I, mean, I think appreciate why they didn't because th- there is a story there that that you know it just kind of got to be contained within mm. a smaller a smaller environment. Is is my thoughts? What did, what, what did you think? I'm I'm not actually I'm I'm. I think I've not seen it a second time yet, so maybe that's mm. what I need to do. But I'm kind of a wee bit with you where you are in your um, your um, your first viewing of it. So this is a 28th film in the MCU, so there is a yeah. so there's a chance you know you're, you're wanting to see something different um, at this point. But they have obviously got a formula that we're quite happy to adhere to based on how it's success. Yeah, but I was, yeah. with a title like In the Multiverse, okay, I was expecting a lot more multiverseness. Yeah, which there really yeah. isn't, which a bit I think is a bit of a shame. Yeah. Um, but it does build a few things in for phase five, which I thought was important because there's yeah. not a lot there, but enough because I have felt that since Endgame, the entire Marvel MCU has felt a bit directionless. Yeah, because like Iron Man onwards, it all led up to that. There was a building so point. They built up yeah. to the Avengers. They then built yeah. up to Civil War yeah. and, and Age of Ultron. And then yeah. they built up from that onto Infinity War and then yeah. Endgame. So it was like so a you were always thing. anticipating the next movie. Yes. Who were they going to bring in? Yeah. Whereas you, you don't get that yeah. now with these ones. So I mean, there's talk of the next main bad guy being Kang, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no inclination of Kang in this. So I think really that's something you maybe trying yeah. to layer in this now. Um, that was it. It's, it's fun. It's like I, I enjoyed Cumberbatch in this role, playing it more than enjoying playing it in any other film he's been in after this. He's, he's definitely he's definitely getting more comfortable with the character. I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm still not yeah. entirely sure what he stands for right now because he does seem a bit mixed up in the sense of like I got who Tony Stark was as a leader yeah. of the films. I'm still not sure is Doctor Strange a father figure, but I don't think he is, but then he tries to be one, kind of, but I don't yeah. know if that's, it's a bit confusing, then also he's a dick a lot of the time, but, he, but in the last two films, he's been a father figure to, like, sort of teenagers, so yeah. it's a bit of a kind of, I don't really know what But his... he's still got that dickish arrogance as well, uh-huh. do you know what I mean? Which almost is kind of in juxtaposition to, he's like, you know, like the fucking at one point he was the Sorcerer Supreme, but uh-huh. he's a douchebag, do you know what I mean? You're yeah. like, hold on, do you know what I mean? But, but, uh, a bit odd with that. Um, yeah. The thing is, I enjoyed it mostly. I felt there's, there's some sort of there's some spoiler stuff I don't want to get into that I, I yeah, thought were yeah, odd choices, yeah. but um, for the most part, it's an enjoyable ride. It's maybe only two hours long, which was nice. It's, it's sort of it move, it's it's not an insanely long. Ah, film. It, it doesn't labour at all. Actually, it does beast along. There's some there's some good there's some there's some decent stuff in it. There's some nice action set pieces. There's some there's yeah. some comedy in it. There's some heart to it. Not nothing too nothing breaking the you know breaking the mold or anything like yeah. that. Um, yeah. I, there was been moments of Rainey's influence all over it, but not enough for me. It felt very slight. What I found with, with Raimi, um was it was like Sam Raimi by numbers. It was almost like every trick he's done, yeah. you've seen in the Evil Dead, the Quick and the Dead, stuff like that. Yeah. And it was all, you know, I mean, it's been 10 years since his last movie and 30, 35 years since the Evil Dead. A lot's changed since then. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like he's not like James Cameron who embraced these changes. Well, see, I disagree. I think I think Raimi's got his style, and I love his style. I think I think it's wonderful. Um, what I would say was there's nothing Raimi-esque in this film that matches the Doc Ock coming alive scene in Spider-Man Two. Maybe not that, but I think I found that. I mean, every camera angle that you would expect for Raimi was in there. I, yeah. I I don't know. I I kind of felt I feel that like Raimi's still making movies the way he would have back then. I've no problem. I've no problem with that. What I did have a problem with was this film has been pitched by many as Marvel's first horror. 
Um, and the, I thought the horror stuff was exceptionally light and very PG. You might speak differently. Was the yeah. kids scared? Was the kids in any way worried? Um, uh, Kale, I, I said to him, you know, was it scary? And he said he got a couple of jump scares, um, mm. but I don't think it was like, you know, stuff for nightmares. Yeah. Um, I guess the problem is, though, as we've discussed this many a time before, is, is we're both a pair of horribly sensitized well, people. This is what I was wondering because, like, I, I felt it was completely non horror. But then I turned to yeah. Jill, who is normally a very big scaredy cat and is scared of anything on film, yeah. and asked her, Was she scared? And she went, There wasn't anything horrific in it at all. You know, yeah. Hellboy has more horror elements in it. You know, even yeah. Tides of Caribbean, Ranger Tides is more sort of horror elements. I in guess, it. I, I suppose, if, you, if you're looking at it as a 12A film, um, I guess the horror tag fits in with that. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. be, you know, you can take your eight-year-old to see it. They're going to be fucking... Some of it's yeah. maybe intense but, for them. But the point, I was, the point is, that on the internet, they're talking about the fact they got a 12 certificate was a, was lucky because it should be a 15 for the horror. No, no. I'm like, no, I, no, there's no, nothing in it at all that felt in any way over the top nah. or any way brutal in any way. No, not, not at all. Not, I mean, see, a few jump scares, but... You know, you get kids' movies like The Hole and stuff like that that are designed for kids, you know, right. or like the Ariel Stein one. Um, right. They've got jump scares on them. That's fine. Do you know what I mean, that's the point. You're going to get the exhaleration, but no, right. it's definitely not, not a horror. Um, no, it's not. It's not. It's, the same way, like, Ragnarok was pitched as the first out-and-out comedy, which I can yeah. totally buy. That is a comedy at heart, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is not a horror at heart. It's got a horror director with some a, a few horror sensibilities in it. Yeah, but it's definitely yeah. not a horror movie. No, and I think that's why I think people have just seen Sam Raimi, Evil Dead, Marvel horror film. That's like no, yeah, but it wasn't. Two, it was pitched two. as a horror film. That's that, that's yeah. Scott Derrickson, who was the first director on it. He'd done mm-hmm. a lot of horror stuff in the past. He was wanting to make an out and out horror movie, and yeah. essentially that's where him and Marvel had a bit of a like coming together. You know, kind of yeah. the difference of opinion or the. Creative differences came in here. So they got one. rid of the guy that wanted to make it into a horror movie and brought in the and, horror maestro to yes. make the film not a horror But I movie. think <laughs> what Sam Raimi can do, Sam Raimi might be an independent filmmaker and he works you know, in the indie film, that's where he came from. He can make a studio movie. Yeah, oh yeah. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2 are 100% studio films that just have his sensibility to them, but they're still... Yeah. And what was nice, what I would say about Sam Raimi bringing, coming into this project is Sam Raimi is a comic book guy. He loves yeah. comic books. And you yeah. can see that in every frame he does. He treats it so earnestly. He's not trying to take the piss. And not yeah. saying Marvel films have done that in the past, but definitely you can imagine like Taika, you know, he has a sort of a rise in his humor towards it. He maybe does poke mm. fun of a little bit. Yeah. Um, you don't really get that with Remy. Remy loves these characters and he does not yeah. want to fuck, you know. He, he treats them with respect and, uh, he's, and, and yeah. he's, he's an old school Marvel guy. You know, he's, he's a Ditko guy. You know, that's why he loves Spider-Man. That's why he loves Doctor Strange. So he, he definitely got that feeling from it. Um, I would say, without spoiling it, I would say the MVP of the film um, is Elizabeth Olsen. I thought she was excellent. Jesus did, right? So, yeah, let's talk about that a wee bit. So, I mean, this, again, without spoilers, I think this ties into WandaVision pretty much more than anything else. That's going to be a point later on, but yes. Yeah, in a big way. Um, And, yeah, every every scene, she's got a lot of screen time. Yes, um, a lot more every, than the trailer gave. A lot more than the trailer gave away. She every, had a lot of this stuff. Every scene she's in, she just totally just fucking nails it. The, the emotion she brings to the character and stuff like that um, is just insane. Um, so no, I, I completely agree. Um, star player was was awesome. Um, I also enjoyed again no spoilers, but there's a bunch of wee character, cameos, cameo characters, which I was pleasantly surprised at because I didn't I didn't know any of them were going to be there. Yeah, so, we knew one was so, going to be there. Did I? He's in the trailer. Is he? Patrick Stewart's in the trailer. I, I'd never seen that. Yeah, he's, trailer, he, well, his voice in the trailer. You hear his voice in the trailer. Ah, his voice, yeah. So, you, know, so was, you, knew, you knew Professor X a bit, but, but the version of Professor X to bring in, I thought, was nice. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. a little musical cue was nice as well. You, you yeah. recognise that? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. When he rolls in, I, yeah. Instantly, I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that. Yeah, because I used to watch that religiously, dude. The, yeah, the right. it And play back over and over again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the cameos were nice. Uh, performances, uh, I, Cumberbatch is, is definitely settling into the character more and more and more. Um, I think when you watch the first Doctor Strange, he's got the arrogance and touches of humour and... As the movies have carried on, the humours became more natural and stuff yes. like that. So I, think I don't think I don't think he's an out and out funny guy. I think maybe humour doesn't really come to him quite as easily mm. as, like, say, it comes to some actors. Maybe that's why he is more yeah. of a thespian. 
Rather yeah, than, you know. yeah, but but that was um, the America Chavez character. I didn't know much about her. Um, I play a week in a Marvel game on my phone, and she's a character in that. So yeah. I was aware of the character in the universe. Yeah, but just as a name, so you know, I, I had no knowledge. I thought of, she was good. You know. I thought she brought a lot of heart to it. I thought she brought a lot. Definitely. Of she, yeah, I mean, she, she didn't have a lot to do, but no. what she she did do, she was competent. And yeah. again, kids are always you know hit or miss. Um, so she she was she was very very good in it as well. Um, and that's pretty much the, 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 the and Wong. Wong's Wong's good. Kind of, Wong didn't Wong didn't have enough to do. I, I'm, I'm a yeah. big fan of Wong. I like Wong yeah. in a big way. He's, he's he's fun. He turns up, you know, and he, yeah. he plays he plays the, the stooge to to Cumberbatch. You know I mean, I'd very doesn't. much want to see a Wong miniseries on Disney Plus. That I would just, watch. Just Wong traveling about. Yeah, Wong traveling about just doing but, shit. Fixing things, yeah. Aye. I saw that out. That's fine. Okay, I'm wrong. I'll, yeah, Wong yeah. quantum leaping about the multiverse, just fixing shit. <laughs> I would love just... that. Um, I was going to say to you, one of the kind of final things we to touch on was this is sort of the first MCU movie where it insists you have knowledge of the stuff that's not in the cinema. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there is stuff in the end of WandaVision that, so if you if you went from the end game to this, right? Mm. There's stuff at the end of the end game and stuff at the start of this. There's some stuff that's the same, right? So we all know Vision's gone, right? So even mm. though in Wonder Vision there's a Vision in it, by the end of Wonder Vision he's gone, and then in the yeah. film he's gone. So if you've watched the last Avengers film and this, so Vision's still gone, but yeah. the stuff with other parts of the story that are in Wonder Vision bleed over into this. Yeah. And if yeah. you've not seen Wonder Vision, I don't think there's enough there to sort of to explain it. Well, especially without spoilers, but especially the whole kid deal. Uh-huh. Um, if if you've not seen Wonder Vision, yeah. that's that's complete, and it's a big point, but it's lost yeah. on you. You're like, I don't get, I don't get it. Aye. Um, I had to because Caleb's not seen Wonder Vision yet. I kind of had to give him a quick, you I'll know, he, yeah. here's why this character's acting like that because this happened Aye. in the TV show. So I just to bring up to because yeah, when I watched that, I was like, yeah, if I hadn't have told him that, yeah. that the lost on it. The multiverse something is something that comes for Loki. That's not been any of the films yet, really. No, it's, I think it's been mentioned possibly, but yeah. Maybe no way Holmes gets something. No way Holmes got a bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, was that after Loki actually? Maybe. I like that came after Loki. So again, after yeah. Loki. So it's, it, you're talking stuff that's, come, stuff that's getting introduced and brought in in the move in the TV shows yeah. are now playing a major role in the the films. So it's like... Which I didn't think they would have done it. I've always said, no matter if a film's, you know, the 10th in a fucking series of films, it's got to be a standalone, watchable, understandable uh, unit. Always. Doesn't matter if it's... You have you know, no... There's no guarantee anyone who's watching the film is going to watch a TV show because yeah, there's, a people, there's a film that people, people who will go and see the movie you've got, it's in the cinema, I'll go and watch it, but they're not spending time on Disney Plus watching seven hours of television. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. So I thought, Definitely I thought a bit of... Bit of arrogance in Disney's part, possibly. Certainly, well. you know, yeah. You know, people will watch this, and it's yeah. like, well, no, they, they might not. I mean, you yeah. need to give us. I mean, I mean, they could have even just done kind of like the way they done it in the Spider-Man films. I mean, like the, the kind of opening credits summarized yeah. the previous events. Yeah, them, you know, like that, into yeah. the film. Yeah, that would have helped. But yeah, no, you're absolutely spot on. If people haven't seen One Division, there'll be stuff on this that, that makes no sense. It's just Aye. like. And it'll, it'll, you'll struggle to catch up as to why you'll yeah. struggle to understand people's motives and motivations for big chunks yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about talk about a man, Bruce Campbell. You think of his little cameo? I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll enjoyed just, it, dude. You know me, we got yeah. Bruce Campbell. Christ, uh, I've got to a point now where if I say Bruce Campbell's name, Lorraine just tells me to shut up now. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm fucking forever drawn over him. Yeah, um, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. it it's as silly as I hoped it would have been. Yes. You know, I mean, it's just pure throwaway. Although um, I've not seen. The, the the Lord Campbell himself on screen for a while, yeah, and I was taken taken aback by hold. I was like, oh fuck, man, uh, Bruce is is yeah. I mean, I guess he is. He's like late sixties now. Yeah, he might be in his well in his sixties now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jimmy, he is an old fella, but just for not seeing him for so long, it was quite oh shit. Yeah, he's definitely not Ash anymore. That's the point. He's definitely no, not Ash, but he's still quite willing to do physical silly things which is <laughs> yeah <laughs> they all love the fact that Sam Raimi likes to inflict pain on Bruce Campbell there's some there's a oh, joy that, that, yeah, that did, they had there you know he enjoys did, doing it all the time uh, did you watch the the, the end end credit as yes well? that was I thought that was very that, well that was funny yeah that, that was really really good what well, numbers of like discontent in our, our screening I think people really are now, yeah because people seem to only have the cottoned on to it the mid credit sting is important that's usually the yeah. one that tells you something that's going to happen and the, the final one, one is 
Aye, yeah. you throw it, yeah, it's silly. I know, I'd say 80% of the cinema you were in were laughing at it, so did they totally, did they go on it? Do you know what I mean? Just pure chuckle away at it? And I was like, yeah, it's funny as fuck. Um, so, like, kind of, I think Deadpool's only one that's kind of done that kind of, yeah. you know what I mean, that kind of nonsense. Um, but no, I enjoyed that immensely. But um, as, as I say, yeah, um, first watching, I had my, my kind of reservations. Second watching, I thought, no, do you know what I mean? If it was the film I wanted to see, this whole story wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be part of it at all because you couldn't fit that story around fucking crazy big world. I don't think. I don't think anyway. But hopefully, we'll get to see the multiverse that's in our heads because um, they, they they can do it. Aye, because that's all I see. Because like the idea of like you know, this is one thing I was like in the, every every universe they had. Doctor Strange looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. And I, I like the idea of having like a Doctor Strange being played by different people or having like different oh, characters. Being, that'd be see, interesting. I think Andy had mentioned this to me. I think he'd read somewhere that, yeah, when, when they'd done No Way Home, they brought back the Peter Parkers, but it was different Peter Parkers. So why is it the same Doctor Strange? Uh huh. Which is a good question. It's like, you know, is. Uh, it's like calling, I want the Matthew Modine Doctor Strange. That's what I want. Do you want do you want the Matthew Modine one? Because that's who I think should play it. That's that's my Doctor Strange. In my mind, when I think about it, I think of Matthew Modine. That's who I think should Doctor. He was he was meant to, wasn't he? At one point he was. He I think was... back in the like sort of the mm. like nineties and stuff. I thought he was sort of one of the guys who was sort of needed for it. He has got do you know that? Yeah. Do you know that there's um, sort of old eighties Doctor Strange, eighties nineties Doctor Strange maybe? Is that the one where? Is um, I've never seen it. I don't know. I'm sure there's, there's a plotline in that where Incredible Hulk is. Up in court for something, he's been defended by no, that's, a, that's, that's called the that's tracked trials of the incredible Hulk. Right, okay. <laughs> so but no, it's actually called Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Um, I've never seen it, but I'm quite quite intrigued. Um, well, and see, I think I might I might want to see it. I would like to see it, even like I'd like to, they could have done they could have had so much fun with this, like you could have brought in stuff like they could have had, for example. He's not an Illuminati that they talk about, but they kind of Illuminati of people who should, who were supposed to play characters, but didn't. You know, so you could have had, like, say, for example, you could have had Dougray Scott as Wolverine, for example. There you go. Madship. Wesley yes. Snipes as Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just, you know, here's, um, which again, it does. Like, there was all these rumors about this person's going to be in it, this person's going to be in it, and I wonder, I wonder if. There's going to be because apparently there's about forty minutes trimmed off this, so I don't. There's a lot know, of there's stuff. A, there's a lot of stuff felt that they've reshot to me. Yeah, so I wonder if there's that a version out there that's got all this stuff that was rumored to be in it somewhere. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to know who? You want to know who was in the Doctor Strange film out of interest? Who? This is when? When was it made first? It was made in nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, wow. Right, okay. Who, who's that? So, Doctor Strange was played by Peter Hooten. Don't know who that is. He's an orca. Ah, right, okay. I know who it and is. And Nightkiller and the original Glorious Bastards and Soul yep. Eater, House of Blood, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've got him. Yep, I know who okay. he is. Okay. Wong's in it. He's played by Clyde, Clyde Kasotsu. So, it's oh, right, okay. Wong. Not Benedict oh, no, Wong. Not Benedict kind of, Wong. I was like, that's kind of Wong. Um, so, Clyde Kasatsu. Um, who I'm sure, based on the fact he's a looks like a, he's, a, he's from Hawaii, but I'm sure they played with, with lots of respect and didn't in any yeah. way. Um, pretty sure they offended a full fucking nation, but yeah, anyway, he was anyway. in Marvel's <laughs> Hit Monkey as well, and he was also in um, some of the gods and a few other things. Anyway, who else? I'm trying to hear send it for you. Um, oh, interesting character there. You've who? got Morgan Le Fay, I think she must have been the baddie, was played by Jess oh, Walker. Right, okay, so. Again, I know this character's name, um, and I think she's kind of tied in with the kind of mystic side yes, of Yes, definitely. That's Marvel. what we should be going um, with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was directed by Philip Deguerre Jr., who I, I was going to say his, his um, directing career was not um, huge. Uh, he, um, Yeah, but yeah, that's the original Doctor Strange. I will, see what, I will see if I can find it for you. Is it a Marvel film? Is it? Is it? This was a time when if you walked up to Marvel with a pound in your pocket, they were probably giving you over at least half a dozen characters that you could yeah. go and then have ownership of. Go nuts. Um, yes. But it is, it is interesting though, that there's a Doctor Strange movie out there already. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's a bit interesting to, to see how it holds. If I was to do a Stan Lee biopic, which if the film was going to give me the money, I will happily do it. This is the era I would set it in. Yeah, the, the, the crazy sort of, times. 
well, this is sort of the come down from the major success when Marvel mm. was basically sort of like struggling to survive and was sort of like it was on the doubt, it was beginning to fall out of fashion. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when Stan Lee was a faith, but he was also at war with, you know, Ditko and mm. all the yeah, other guys. So it'll be quite sort of pissing everyone off. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's this is this is the year I would say. I think the year after that, when you get into the 2000s, when Stanley becomes everyone's granddad, not so much fun. Mm. Um, it's kind of boring. Whereas this year, this seems really interesting. Aye, this is. Do you think that there's got there's got to be in the pipelines in it somewhere a, a biopic? Or oh, without question, got who get, to be. Who get to play Stanley? Oh, right, Stanley from what era? Well, from the 70s. So we're talking, I'm talking 70s here. Stanley from the 70s. Um, oh. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to call it, man. Um, you got to stretch your imagination. We went and imagine with glasses and a wee tash and that kind of makeup and stuff for that, Ben Foster. Not a bad shout. Mm. So, who would you have playing Doctor Strange in the 1978 era? So, I've went Ben Foster. You know, I'm going to go with, and I'm going to keep it quite meta with someone in the Marvel Universe right now. Okay, who? Sebastian Stan. Mm, don't know. He I can play, know. He can play, Stan Lee, yeah, by he, all accounts, he, back in that day was a bit of a swinger, a bit of a kind of enjoy a bit of life. And yeah, I think, it, I think yeah. Sebastian can get that image across. He's a good actor, definitely. He, yeah. he, he, can, act, he could act the part. Um, I just, I don't know if the look would, I don't know. I don't know. I, but the then looks, ben Foster I think the looks, stretches, I'm not big on the look. I don't think you have to look at the character in order to bring it across. I think as long as you get the attitude yeah. right. Because um, yeah. I, I think a lot of the time that's part of the problem. It's someone who we think looks like someone. But he can't fucking act. Aye. Or doesn't get the role. Whereas, like, uh, when, what's his name? Nicole Kidman was playing um, Thingy recently. Oh, oh. Who was she playing? American comedian, first woman of comedy. Oh, yeah. I know who you mean. Uh, Lucy. 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 I love Lucy. Woman. Lucy. 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 That's it. Doesn't look like her, but got her attitude down right. She nailed it on that. You become convinced that that's, you know, they become the character regardless. Yeah, you could get someone who, like people said, Rami Malik looks like, um, what's his name? Uh, Brady Mercury. Mercury, I don't think he did, but people thought he did, but then role was terrible. Or even Taryn Egerton looked nothing like Elton John. But smashed it, yeah. Smashed it, got the attitude, got the idea of it right, so you can be an interpretation of who that character is. Okay. No, but no, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you plaudits for that one. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Out of ten, what are you giving it? Oh, um, I'm going to give it. I, I gave it a seven. I'm going to bump it up to a seven and a half because okay. Bruce Campbell's in it. I'm seven and a half. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'll, I was going to give it a six. I'll, I'll give it an extra half for Brucey. Um, for yeah. six and a half out of ten for myself. I would say it's definitely mid tier Marvel in terms of yeah I, I think so it's it's not one I'll kind of maybe watch it periodically but it's not I mean I could I could put on Infinity War tonight and watch yes. it tomorrow you know, and, and put it on Sunday and enjoy it just as much with this one I think after three or four viewings I think it's like you're kind of that's maybe one that you'll watch when you're doing your big rewatches every couple of years yeah, you feel compelled it, to watch it then, or, but you won't really watch. Or if you're doing a Doctor Strange run or something. Yeah, or if you're just flicking through channels, you know, maybe kind of it's on a mate as well because you know, fucking my thumb's getting sore, kind of thing. Right. Um, it, good movie, enjoyable. Um, not the movie I was hoping for, but you can let me know if you see it another time. But you, if yeah. you kind of get the bottom thing, kind of maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. That's a we've talked about as a dangerous thing. What you expect from a film, what a film is, you, you have no rights to expect anything. Yeah, absolutely, you don't. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And, and looking you, back at watching me watching the trailer again, I don't think the trailer sells the film in my head that I thought it was. To be honest, I think I think sort of like the the, the, the sort of discussion around the film and the sort of the title as much as anything sold it more to me. You know, it doesn't really the yeah. trailer doesn't actually sell what I think I'm getting. You know, yeah, yeah. Marvel fucking completions is anyway purist, but the, the biggest thing I think for both is is Sam Raimi directing. Yeah, I think you know it could have been any Sam Raimi film, and would have went in with just as much enthusiasm. Um, exactly. Yeah, so I think Sam, Sam's the the, the magic for us. Um, I, mean, so, yeah, I, so, think, I think it's my least favorite Sam Raimi movie. Oh. Maybe you may be right actually. Um, I, I quite enjoyed Oz. People didn't like Oz, but I quite enjoyed Oz. I didn't mind it. I yeah. don't know. If, maybe on a par with Oz, maybe slightly yeah. better. I don't know. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely not one of his, his better movies. Um, like I think Spidey Three is better. Oh, the first I, hour of Spidey Three is great until Venom shows up. In my opinion, yeah, I'm I'm going to tune that and, and yeah. fucking get back to you on that one. Um, and yeah. what is nice so is. Um, it's the introduction of Sam Raimi to a whole new generation. Hopefully, yes, that would be nice. nice. Um, does that take place? I've been kind of with me and Caleb watching Spider Man and stuff for like that a few months back. Um, 
I kept kind of, you know, like, like pay attention to this bit where, you know, Bruce Campbell's the announcer and he's the maitre d' and I'm like, pay attention to this bit, pay attention. And he kept yes. saying, why would I pay attention? And then he's seen this and I was like, who's that? And he's like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so things like that. Like, so I'm getting to to put my fanboy fantasies onto him now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like Bruce Campbell's like a god and Sam Raimi is amazing and getting to pass on to my kids is a nice thing. So I it's like, nice. I look forward to him watching Evil Dead 2 with you then. One one of these, well, I'm sure I've, I've let Aiden watch them with me, um, you know, and he likes Sam Raimi and, and you know, so Bruce Campbell, you know what I mean? So, but it's just nice that there is a whole new audience that are going to. I, I know I was shitting on it earlier saying, you know, it's kind of Raimi's stuck in a certain style, and I guess that's yeah. what makes him Sam Raimi. Um, but it's it is a unique style that oh, I'm not against have the style. any exposure to at all. So, yeah. this will be the first time people have seen, yeah, for a while, Sam Raimi's cameras, you know, and stuff like that, yeah. which are. Fucking brilliant! I mean, the, the first time you see his, his camera work in Evil Dead, you're just like, wow! Do you know I mean, so a whole new audience is getting to. I have no problem. Like, my, my issue more was it wasn't enough of it. That was that sport. My issue, I wanted more of it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. No, I thought I pretty much picked up in everything. Do you know I mean, I've seen him doing before. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The, the signature. No, when it was there, I loved it. Just not enough mm. of it. That was all. I want more of it. You want all, all Remy all the time. I want all Remy all the time. I want full <laughs> Remy. Anyway, next week we have an interesting. Selection at cinema. Mm. Um, quite a few things, a couple of things out of, of interest to note. Um, first one is a horror film from the from Stephen King um, yep. called Firestarter. Is this a, yep. one of his Backman stories or is this a Stephen uh, King? Story? No, no, it's a Stephen King. Um, it's also a remake as well. Remake, he's yeah. seen, he's the original. He's uh, Barrymore is the child star, something there or thereabouts. Um, I've seen the original, I've read the book. I love Stephen King, mm. so I have got massive, massive expectations for this film. Nice. I can't remember I've seen the original to be honest, so I have to maybe have a look out for it so I can watch it first. Worth watching, it's good. Decent, yeah. Um, yeah. This is Blumhouse, I believe. Okay. So should be insane. Even kind of shitty Blumhouse is usually watchable to a degree. Um, Interesting so... cast, Zach Efron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not I... a trailer for this, but the original had Drew Barrymore and David Keith. Yeah. David and Heather Locklear great. as well. Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Sheen turns up as well. Um, it's really, it's really a good film. It's, watch it before you go and see this. So you've oh, got it's directed a... by Mark. It's directed by Mark L. Lester. I am in. You know who he directed? What? He directed Commando. Ah, there you go, dude. Um, no, <laughs> definitely check it out, and then the Blumhouse update. You can let me know what you think. Um, All right. I'll, no, I'll, I'll just look for that one. Although I, I'm a. I have got slight concerns because I was not a massive fan of Pet Cemetery. Um I like Pet Cemetery. I enjoyed Pet Cemetery. I know you enjoyed it. I didn't. And I'm like, I'm kind of hoping that I'm not going to get another Pet Cemetery experience. Because uh, me and Jill watched the original one quite recently and she definitely preferred the, the new one as well. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So anyway, cool. so Fire out this week. You've also got our bizarrely, you wait for multiverse universe movies and you don't get one for two hundred years and you get two in space two weeks. So everything everywhere all at once is out. Um yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. It looks fantastic. I've read a review in the garden today that was it didn't shit on it, but it was quite kind of scathing, you know, saying you know, this kind of really goes nowhere. And I'm hearing like this this film has been getting lavish with love from critics and yeah. Anybody that's anybody in the industry, but this Guardian review was like, you know, it, it looks amazing, good idea, but it ultimately doesn't fucking do anything. Um, so I'm a bit kind of apprehensive about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. For yeah, it. It yeah. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. It's got a ton of short round. That's what I'm looking forward to. No, oh, short round from, is he back in it? He's in Indy, yeah. From he, he's in yeah. it, yeah. Oh, uh, cool. Daniel Kwan, I think his name is. It's not yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't remember he's, he's I've seen him recently or something. So not, yeah. not so he's back. Yeah. Um, and also, out this week, you can find it. It's in. It's in your cinema looks anymore. I think it might be mine. No, I think it's mine. I have to go and for it. Maybe bump up to Glasgow to see it. Um, the film <laughs> starring Marky Mark and Mel Gibson. Yes, Father yeah. Stew, um, directed by Mel Gibson's. I think he's what his girlfriend. Um, so it's an interesting movie. Um, I I don't want to ever be privy to what Marky Mark and Mel Gibson are talking about on set because I feel I would not agree with oh, it. Oh shit! Because yeah, both of them have got previous for um for yeah. Bad shit. Um, Staunchly Catholic as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel that they're, they're on set discussions. If they bond, I don't like it. Now, <laughs> again, I know we, we always kind of harp on about this, but just quickly before we round things off and to put a wee bone it for tonight, but Mel Gibson, uh-huh. done his bad things. Fucker was crucified. Marky Mark beats up fucking Asian people. Successful career. 
Yes, people tend to get about it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's done, he did it a few times. It wasn't just once with Mark. Yeah. Really. He's, he's got like a few previous like kind of racial abuse and violence and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, oh, it's okay, but poor Mel got... I mean, I'm not going to say poor Mel. Mel did some nasty shit. Well, he did, but, you know, why does Marky Mark not get the same the same treatment? I don't think Marky Mark quite gets a pass. I think people still hold Marky Mark to account, but I think these people just are willing to see through it more. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I'm, so... I'm calling it. <laughs> I'm, 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 intrigued to, I'm intrigued to see it. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the idea of Marky Mark and Mel on set just make, makes me feel like I don't think they should be friends. Yeah. I feel they're I only getting bad influence on each other. I think I don't, worry about, well. don't worry about flying that wall. But no, <laughs> definitely. Anyway, um, I should try and get a. Try and get to see all, all these movies for yes. the next time. Um, you can find us on number three beers in a movie. Um, we're on Gmail. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we're on Twitter. We're not on TikTok, though, um, so you can't get us on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. Um, look us up, um, talk to us, man. Let us know what you think. You know, the multiverse of madness, was there not enough? Too much multiverse? I don't know, you don't know. You um, can't say there's too much multiverse. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all point of being a multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look us up, and, and it's interactive, man. You know, it's fucking 2022 now. We can all chat to each other, so, yeah, jump in. I've been Colin, you've been Richard, and we've been... Three beers in a movie.